Hello and welcome to the Stranger Things podcast, where we read myths, legends, folk tales, or any type of story we can find. I'm your host, Justin, and today's story is called How the Camel Got Its Hump. We found this story from the website AmericanLiterature.com. Now, it's story time! How the Camel Got His Hump In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for man, there was a camel, and he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work. And besides, he was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisks and milkweed and prickles, most excruciating idol. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, humph, just humph, and no more. Presently, the horse came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, camel, oh camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the horse went away and told the man. Presently, the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, oh camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox came to him with the yoke on his neck and said, Camel, oh camel, come and plow like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, 303, I'm very sorry for you with the world so new and all, but that hump thing in the desert can't work or he would have been here by now. So I'm going to leave him alone and you must work double time to make up for it. That made the three very angry with the world so new and all. And they held a palaver and an indaba and a pushyet and a powwow on the edge of the desert. And the camel came chewing on milkweed, most excruciating idol, and laughed at them. Then he said, humph, and went away again. Presently, there came along the djinn in charge of all deserts, rolling in a cloud of dust. The djinns always travel that way because it is magic. And he stopped palaver and pow-pow with the three. The djinn of all deserts, said the horse. Is it right for anyone to be idle with the world so new and all? Certainly not, said the djinn. Well, said the horse, there's a thing in the middle of your howling desert. He's a howler himself with a long neck and long legs. And he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning. You won't try Phew, said the djinn whistling. That's my camel for all the gold in Arabia. What does he say about it? He says, humph, said the dog, and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Humph, and he won't plow, said the ox. Very good, said the djinn. Now humph him if you will kindly wait a minute. The djinn rolled himself up in his dust cloak and took a bearing across the desert and found the camel most excruciatingly idle, looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My long and bubbling friend, said the djinn, what's this I hear of your doing no work with the world so new and all? Humph, said the camel. The djinn sat down with his chin in his hand and began to think of great magic while the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. 
You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, all on account of your excruciating idleness, said the Dijin. And he went on thinking magics with his chin in his hand. Humph, said the camel. I shouldn't say that again if I were you, said the Dijin. You might say it once too often. Bubbles, I want you to work. And the camel said, humph, again. But no sooner had he said it than he saw his back that he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great big lolloping humph. Do you see that, said the Dijin? That's your very own humph that you brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday, and you've done no work since Monday when the work began. Now you're going to work. Can I, said the camel, with his humph on my back. That's made a purpose, said the Dijin. All because you missed those three days. You'll be able to work now for three days without eating, because you can live on your humph. And don't you ever say, I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three and behave. Humph yourself. And the camel humphed himself, humph and all, and went away to join the three. And from that day to this, the camel always wears a humph. We call it a hump now, not to hurt his feelings. But he has never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world. And he has never yet learned how to behave. Thanks for listening to our story. Here's this week's sponsor. Today's story, How the Camel Got Its Hump, was taken from the website AmericanLiterature.com. You can support us by following the podcast and simply just sharing our podcast with someone you know. We hope you enjoyed the story. Thanks for listening!